Hey friends, we are back with the Naeem Fazel podcast. I know, I know, <laughs> Vinny's usually the host. Yes, he is, he is. <laughs> but I'm Kristen and I had so much fun in the last season that I just decided I was gonna take his spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not tell Vinny this. Yeah, we won't tell him. No, but we do have a, um, uh, kind of a plan for the season, right? Yes, you do. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, and so I think it's, you're the best person for this. Oh, well, thank you. I think so. Because I'm, because I'm currently writing my own book. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you just gave that away. We're talking about my oh, book. That's right, that's right. We are, this season, we thought it would be fun to kind of deep dive Naeem's book, X muslim we have some tidbits and some behind the scenes stuff for those of you that have read it mm-hmm. and for those of you that haven't well maybe we'll intrigue you to go get yes. and pick it up. yes and it's ex-muslim M- muslim yep i think i put too many syllables in that <laughs> <laughs> all right well so let's start right there let's start why why did you call this ex-muslim oh, ex-muslim <laughs> the book yeah. oh well i didn't want to Okay. Uh, true story is that I fought this title forever. I um, was um, signed by a publisher and Thomas Nelson. And uh, yeah, you know, with the, a big publisher like that, they get a lot of say so in exactly the title of the book because they're trying to market it and they're, they're, they know they're, what they're doing. And so they were like, I need, we need, we need ex-Muslim or something about former Muslim or something like that on the title. And I did not want to. What did you want to call it? I wanted to call it Not My Own. Mm. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So, so when I met Jesus, the book is about, you know, meeting Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, I really felt like he said my life was not my own. So I thought, oh, if I was going to write a book, it would be Not My Own. Okay. And the, the story of coming to Jesus and just, just my life and, you know, my family's life and all the stuff. So I thought it was solid. I, I wrote a book proposal, had that title, and they were like, nope. <laughs> you know what? I think, I do think ex-Muslim is a little more, you know, grabs your attention. It does. Sitting on the aisles. It does. It does. And you know what? It was, it's funny because uh, some people who, you know, they grew up in the Christian faith, um, they, uh, they loved it. They loved it, but they were also like, oh, wow, that's, uh, wow, that's pretty, uh, you know, courageous of you or really pretty bold of you to put yeah. that uh, title. I don't on. know that I would have picked it up. Like if I didn't know you. Oh, really? Well, just growing up in a very white church and white Christianity and my little white bubble. Yeah. I don't know that I, I'd have been like ex-Muslim. Like that's not for me. I don't even know what that means. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would have thought like maybe like ex-Muslim would have been, oh, okay. So he's no longer ex-Muslim. So that's good. Right. Oh, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. I, mean, I think, I think the publisher was thinking that now I had an issue with that, honestly, because I didn't write this book to be anti-Muslim. Like I'm not writing this book, trashing Muslims. Right. Like the whole point is I'm telling my story. And in fact, in the author's note um, that I put in there, I, um, I wrote. I mean, I actually, I thought, I was like, I need to make sure I write this. And so... You were afraid that the X part of it was going to offend current Muslims? Yeah. Uh, because I, I didn't want to write a book about why, you know, people should leave Islam. Right. That was not the idea. I really do believe that G- people need to meet Jesus. And that 
uh, I was inviting people into my story and the story of God. But yeah, the title was pretty, uh, pretty intense. Uh, in fact, one guy told me, oh, wow, you definitely put a target on your back. Like that's when he, that's what the first thing he said. I'm like, what? Wow. Is this the publisher? No, the publisher did not say that. The publisher was like, great. We love this title. <laughs> Perfect. Because they, they gave me some really terrible ones. I mean, you know, those, they're great guys, but no, it was terrible. So, um, yeah, it was ex, ex-Muslim. Yeah. But my the author's note that I put in there was, you, should I read it? Sure. Yeah. This is the audible part of the, yes. uh, part of the book, right? <laughs> right? Okay. So I wrote, sometimes I wish I wasn't an ex-Muslim. I love Muslims. I love their hospitality, their culture, their authenticity. It saddens me that following Jesus sometimes creates distance between me and the people I feel closest to. I wish I could tell them that being an ex-Muslim is in no way uh, makes me uh, anti-Muslim. I simply met Jesus and now I cannot deny him. So that's my, that's kind of like the heart of the book. Yeah. You know? So that's basically like, if we were going to say, why did you write it? Yeah. That would be the why, because you want people, all people to meet Jesus. Is that what you would say? The, yeah, the your heart, why was, yeah, the, the, that was it. Also people for years told me to write a book uh, and tell my story and write a book. And when you're going to write your book and, and um, I'm sure people told you, right? Like you write a book, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes when people say that, you're like, ah, oh, you're just being nice. Right. That's what I always assume. Yeah. I'm like, you don't even read what I write now. Yeah, please, for the love. And see, I felt like I couldn't write a book, partly because I knew I could not write. Like, mm. that's why if you uh, notice that the it says, you know, Naeem Fazel with Kitty Murray, who is my collaborator, okay. it's the industry term for the person who actually does the writing. <laughs> okay. um, and so, yeah, so she helped me write the book. Um, obviously, I did a lot of, like, there was me writing, then her fixing and me speaking and her, uh, um, me dictating, and you know, in a sense, or her writing down thoughts and, and just a lot of back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. This was quite the project. In fact, it took, oh my gosh, I think, I took two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it was a publisher, uh, agent. Yeah, I have got all kinds of stories about like the pain. Like I actually started this book, stopped it, started again, stopped it, started again. Well, that doesn't in a sense surprise me because it's very personal. Like it's your story. And so in writing it, you are deciding. Right. What do I want people to know? Am I ready for people to know this? You know, I feel like this type of yeah. book is, is maybe harder even to write than just like a self-help or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, uh, it's interesting you say that because that's exactly what my sister said. She read the book, which is, I think my younger sister, Atia, is the only one who read the book, by the way. <laughs> In your family? In my family, for <laughs> sure, for sure, okay? Um, and if they did, I'm, I'm thrilled, but I'm, I'm pretty much... <laughs> certain of that fact uh and she said well and she said this she said you really put everything out there and i'm like uh what do you mean she's like well you're pretty honest about a lot of things and i thought yeah i guess you know when people are surprised by your honesty you wonder like did i say too much yeah 
uh, or what. But yeah, that's why it has pictures, mm -hmm. uh, you know, of us, a couple pictures of us in Kuwait, mom and dad. Yeah. And so this, it was very personal and uh, kind of went through like, um, you know, it chronicled our story, but I really felt like I should write it because of 9-11. Oh yeah? Yeah. Just, okay. So we're coming off of the, I guess, 20th anniversary yeah. of that. This was after 9-11. Yes. You wrote this after 9-11. Yes. I know what that was like for me as an American, again, living in a white bubble. Yeah. You were in the States when 9-11 happened? Oh, yes. Okay. So what was that like for you? Well, I mean, I woke up to a rea reality uh, of, oh, I cannot hide in the shadows. So, you know, as an immigrant, uh, you, your goal is to fit in. The goal is to be like this person that uh, everybody just thinks you're just like them. Like, that was my idea. I was okay. like, my goal was, I'm going to be a chameleon. I'm going to act like you. I'm going to act like you. Hey, I'm just one of the people here. You know, I'm, you know. And so uh, that's why I did a lot of work trying to get rid of my accent. Mm. Now, I don't mean to get rid of it because it was terrible and awful. Frankly, I think it's not the cutest. <laughs> and uh, But I wanted to be understood. Yeah. But also I wanted to blend in. So then 9-11 happens and all of a sudden they all look like me and they have my background, which oh, is gosh. Muslim, yeah. uh, Pakistani, um, Arab, that whole thing. And I was on staff, in fact, at a church in South Carolina called Seacoast Church. So, Well, and I think a lot of myself included 20 years ago, a lot of people I think were ignorant and didn't know. I would, I would have looked at you 20 years ago and been like, oh, that's those people. Like I would have just lumped you in right. with everybody else. Yeah. Well, and then they did. They did. Um, it was, it, it became the thing because after 9-11, um, this idea of uh, Muslims being the enemy, mm -hmm. being the terrorists really was the conversation. Yeah. Like I would say like you know, before 9-11 and in the 80s, I would think, I, not knowing a lot of American history, but knowing enough to go, you know, the Russians were always the bad guys, you know, mm -hmm. the Russians, the Russians, you know, but then it moved the Arabs or the Muslims. Uh, and so people thought Muslims and they thought terrorists. For sure. And so that I woke up to that. And then even recognizing that I was now being asked about all kinds of questions uh, and then I had to represent a group of people and trying to even defend a lot of Muslims saying, hey, they are not like this. Like the people who, who carried out 9-11 attacks uh, took things from the Quran, justified their actions. This is not Islam. This is not it at all. So you felt like a, a weightiness, like a personal responsibility? Uh, for sure. To... I don't know if defend is the right word, but to stand up for yeah. other people. Yeah, I mean, I think I did. I mean, it was weird because I just, I mean, I, not that I would, you know, could carry that weight. I mean, sure. who who could? But I mean, I know that I couldn't get away from what I looked like. Mm -hmm. I mean, right after uh, the, you know, 9-11, the weeks after 9-11, I mean, the amount of, um hate crimes were 
mm-hmm. over the top that took place in in New York. I mean, and there are people like Sikhs. Sikhs are uh, they're actually Indian people who, because of a particular uh, form of religion, they don't cut their hair, okay. and they have turbans and beards. So, and they're brown. And people thought Sikhs were Muslim, and they're huh. not. They're not okay. even Arab. They're like Indian oh, wow. people who are just Sikhs. And they got, man, people, people did some awful things to Sikhs because there were more of them around than they looked like, looked apart. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of persecution that took place, a lot of hate crimes. And, and no one wanted to talk about it either. Mm-hmm. You know, one would be like, hey, this isn't right. No, they're like, well, we just got, you know, 9-11 happened. So hello. Right. Like, no one wanted to. Uh, to talk about the other side of this and so yeah well i think there's probably not justified but probably a lot of fear there on the part too of like okay we're america we got to stick together right we're not going to defend anybody or try to be lumped in with you know quote unquote the other group yeah yeah for sure so so that was kind of on your mind back to the book you were already kind of thinking like in that place with that responsibility when you decided to write this? Uh, well, uh, I will say, I will say 9-11 didn't awaken me uh, or didn't um, convince me to write a book. Okay. It awakened me to the fact that I um, had a responsibility to, like I started, I, I, I had a, I had a voice, but I didn't want a voice. Is it, does that make sense? Yeah. I had this now responsibility to and an opportunity uh, honestly because of media outlets and because of the church i was a part of i had an audience and so i think that's when i started thinking i gotta tell my story mm-hmm. i gotta tell my story um and i mean you know we're talking 9 11 happened in 2001 mm-hmm. this book didn't come out till 2016 okay so I had 15 years, yeah. but I mean, also this book took a minute to come out. Right. So me, I think 10 years into it, began thinking about it really. Cause that's when I started Mosaic as well. And it was 2006 mm-hmm. when I started Mosaic. And um, yeah, I met some pastors and friends and they were like, you gotta write a book, you gotta write a book. And so, yeah, it was quite the process of trying to figure out, should I, who can I help? Should I just write on myself? Write myself. I mean, my college papers were awful, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm writing a book. Are you kidding me? I barely, barely made it through fifth grade. And if you read this, if you know anything about me or read the book, you know. I mean, oh my gosh, I'm the least likely candidate, for, yeah. you know, to be an author. Well, Kitty helped you a little bit. Kitty helped with me the, with the, a lot. The official stuff. But she you know, did. I think though that's. I've heard people talk to you, you know, at church, whatever, about your book. And I think part of the the intrigue with it is people pick it up thinking, okay, I'm going to like hear this story. And you mentioned earlier about honesty and even Ashia being like, why did you <laughs> say all the things? But I think that truly is why people respond to your book the way that they do, because it's more than just telling your story. It actually opens people up to, oh my gosh, like, the humanity you've, I've heard yeah. you talk a lot about seeing the humanity of other people. Yeah. So again, just myself, white Christian bubble, I could go from, okay, I'm going to lump 
all of these brown people together right to being able to read your book and go oh these are actual like these are people yeah yeah for sure and you know what's ironic too is i did not realize this till later but the same year with the same publisher and the same agent there was another book that came out yeah and it uh it was a book about a guy who was Pakistani as well. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not even joking. But his book was really about going through and explaining uh, the difference between the religions mm. and the Quran versus the Bible. Okay. And so his story was, it was not memoir style. It was, my story was, I came to faith and here's my whole life. Right. And then it chronicled my life. His was a lot of like, this is what they believe. This is a lot of historical stuff, a lot of things that, you know, if you're really wanting to understand uh, both, you know, Islam in a, in, uh, you know, explained by a Muslim or a practicing Muslim, it would, it would be good. Uh, great book. But then the end of the book was, and I came to faith. Okay. So mine was, I came to faith and here it is. Yeah. So yeah, um, I really wanted to tell a lot of stories and it's, so it does. It, it, it just doesn't have my story. It has my sisters coming to faith and my, my younger brother and my older brother and, and then a lot of other people. And then I do talk about, you know, sharing my, how I came to faith with my, um, my best friend growing up. And that was hard mm -hmm. sharing story about telling my mom mm -hmm. and that was pretty traumatic I mean, there's some for her. raw stuff in there yeah 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 i think so and he just did a really great job with it as well so. yeah all right so i have to let the listeners in on a little secret okay i know this whole season we've got more episodes to come to can keep going through ex-muslim and talking more about different aspects of it but mm -hmm. It's been a couple of years now. Yeah, it has. It has. So when is the next book coming yeah, out? Yeah, <laughs> that is the question. You know, I will tell you. So I don't know. I know friends that write books like, like it's going it's out of style. Thing. Like yeah. it's out of style, you know? And and it's not the same thing. I'm gonna make this uh, I'm gonna make this um, I guess this analogy, but or uh, or something, but it's not this might go really in a terrible direction okay <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna try it so it's like people who can like a women who can have kids uh-huh some can pop them out uh-huh and others it takes a minute uh-huh and i'm gonna take some minute guy <laughs> kind of woman i guess which is so weird right uh but yeah it, it took a minute i was ready to, to you know i after it came out 2016 i was ready for the next 2017, I actually started writing a book proposal for another book. And then a lot of things happened. You know, my dad passed away mm -hmm. and I had to pause everything. Mm -hmm. And then I started again mm -hmm. and my brother-in-law passed away mm -hmm. and stopped again. So I've had a lot of stop and start. Yeah. And then also have a lot of, honestly, I have two or three book proposals of different books. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to not. And so the last one was actually a book called um, uh, Fear and Beauty. I did a TEDx talk mm -hmm. a couple of years ago that did pretty well. 
And uh, so one of the publishers was like, hey, I want a book on that. And so I wrote a book proposal for that. And then they're like, eh, uh, maybe not. Because it was just a talk. I don't know if it was a whole book, you know? Yeah. So now I'm working on another one. Um, I think it's called Imagine Meeting Him. Okay. But I'm not quite sure. Okay. And I think I want to talk about, like, what does it look like to really meet the God of this universe? I think, you know, in a world right now where people are truly deconstructing you know, in a sense where, or maybe even giving up on certain beliefs that they had. Mm -hmm. I definitely know people are getting, giving up on either church communities or just going to church or being yeah. church people and all that. And, and some people have even lost the hope yeah. in, in God or in the, uh, the scriptures or his presence. And some people have not felt it because we're in COVID and we've been in the middle of all kinds of things. I think I'm hoping to maybe put back a sense of wonder, put back a sense of, hey, what if we reimagined? What if we imagined really truly meeting him, seeing him? Uh, what would that look like? You know, maybe reimagining your faith, mm -hmm. reimagining your God. So I don't know. I know I'm supposed to write a book proposal. Okay. Because my agent, mm -hmm. it's funny that I, say I have an agent, but I do. So fancy. No, fancy <laughs> pants, man. Um, yeah, he's, he's waiting on one. Okay. Yeah. So. All right, well, we're going to trademark that title. What? Imagine Meeting Him. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's already a book called Imagine Meeting Him. Oh, well, good news. Now, <laughs> now, now you can call this one. Not your own. <laughs> not my own. I know. I'm like, not my own title. <laughs> that would be, be the best book. Uh, but yeah. I am working on it. And I think I just want to say that it is a struggle for me and I'm not quite sure if people can relate. I think people can. It's, it's just, just tough because it's so personal. It's so, there's a lot of insecurities that go around writing a book. Okay. I think people would be surprised to hear that from you because you write content every week you do sermons every week we do i know short little devos called I know, morning rest. i know i know but it seems like something about like writing it on paper people go okay see it's written proof this stinks <laughs> <laughs> you know versus oh i think he said that see the beautiful beautiful thing about uh about just speaking and talking or preaching or in a sense is or the spoken word is people can take it as to what to mean whatever yeah writing is a little bit more like oh there it no, is this you wrote this right but i love like people even say they'll quote me from my book and i go and i go oh oh right so you recognize that it's yours or are you like who wrote I'm, that that's I know. brilliant that, i know <laughs> i know some people have quoted the book and i'm like man that's good and <laughs> obviously you, kitty <laughs> I, exactly kitty murray but I'm like, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. So, yeah. So how are you going to get back to the place? And, and for anybody that's listening that feels like they're stuck in something too, whether they're stuck in insecurities or stuck in, you know, whatever it is for them, we're getting this next book. Yeah. So what are you, what are you going to do to kind of get out of the, the rut to push through and start with the next project? 
Uh, that'll be the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> once you that, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, once I figure it out, we'll hit up our people with the next episode on getting it together. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> getting it together. Um, we'll figure it out between now and then. No, I mean, I think part of it is just uh, accountability of like saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I got to do this. So, yeah. yeah. So this is a subversive plan that we've got going on with this session of podcast. It's really a plan to get me <laughs> going again. <laughs> you know, we got a few sessions to see if this is going to work. Exactly. Come on, listeners. You got to help me out here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm glad we're doing this. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys soon for the next one and we will uh see where names at in this book proposal awesome <laughs> well friends if you want to share this uh obviously you can share this you can check this out um you know and we'll put links in the show notes to all the things that we mentioned in this episode as well awesome all right friends we're out bye